If you are interested in starting your own podcast, we use Buzzsprout because it is simple and easy to use. Buzzsprout can get your show listed on every major platform while giving you the resources for a great podcast website, audio players that can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening to your podcast, and tools to promote your episodes. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and that is why over 100,000 podcasters are already subscribed to Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in our episode descriptions, let's Buzzsprout know that we sent you. So in return, you will receive a $20 Amazon gift card from Buzzsprout while signing up for a paid plan. Most importantly, every subscription through our link is always appreciated and helps support our show so we can continue delivering the quality content that you guys listen to. That being said, back to the show. Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junkies. I'm Andrew. And I'm Joe. And today we're coming at you with the Black Widow movie review. So just up front, there are going to be spoilers, probably light spoilers, maybe in depth, but this is your warning and uh, we've given you enough time to be able to skip through it and save it for later if need be. Also, uh, we'll return to our regularly scheduled programming. Just let you know that up front too. Um, The other podcast that we just told you that we're going to be dropping next um, is just getting pushed back one release cycle. So you'll get that in the next couple weeks too. Just expect that to pick up and from there we'll be right back on track. We couldn't pass up this movie. So with that, Black Widow, it's been forever in the making. They've been talking about it for 10 years now. Everybody's been waiting for it. Coco hit. They pushed it back about seven times. Finally, ScarJo, she got her movie after Wonder Woman. Don't get it, even though she came out like before, whatever. What do you think, Joe? Let's get into it. So the movie takes place between Civil War and Infinity War. I think a lot of people are upset because the movie could have come out between then and that would have made perfect sense. But I guess it didn't bother me too much. I still liked it overall, the tone of the movie. You can still tell it's a Marvel movie because it had some of the moments where it's just a bunch of Marvel humor, but it felt overall a lot more mature. I think because the movie focused more so on her origin story, her relationship with her family and tie-ins to what happened leading up to the Infinity War rather than giving her some kind of like romantic plot made the story feel more heroic which i liked did you like any of the fighting scenes actually yeah the fighting scenes are some people disparage it because of that i liked it so a lot of people will say that this movie was kind of light on plot but it was chock full of action that's kind of what i'm looking for dude i don't need you know her trying to make bang with the the hulk and all that or you know when they tried to manufacture that in age of ultron and whatever it's like who gives a fuck dude um but you know there was good fighting scenes as to your point i felt like they had really good like character moments i feel like the movie like really did a good job like expounding on her background which is something we haven't seen like a lot of like you know there's kind of like talking bits and stuff like that but sandwiched in with all the other characters and all those other movies granted we've seen a lot of black widow we haven't seen a lot of black widow so it felt good to give like you know a character that like i was never like big rah-rah for or i wasn't against her she was just kind of like a background player kind of like hawkeye to me like what's a chick with guns gonna do or the dude with a bow and arrow gonna do when you got you know the god of thunder and you got a billionaire with uh you know an iron suit and all that so it's just like giving her a more grounded movie tied into the red room stuff that they've always mentioned in the movies explored the family aspect all of that i thought it was really good honestly some people will say this movie was like ass i would disagree 
hell, I'll go as far as to say it's a top five MCU movie and I'll say it ain't five. That's how I felt leaving the theater, at least. It, it was a good movie. It kind of was reminiscent of Winter Soldier, which prior to Infinity War, I thought was the best Marvel movie. So, you know, I, I like when Marvel has a little bit more mature, a slightly darker, even though they have the corny humor. I mean, I'm a cornball myself. I, I didn't think it was too bad this time. Um, I think because most of it was David Harbour doing the corny humor. I mean, there were period jokes and whatnot and all that. And, you know, whatever. That was dude. the only part where they kind of took it too far. Yeah. I mean, I get it when they're talking about the hysterectomy and all that. I mean, it's just, you know, whatever, dude. It's a female led movie. You know, this shit's not good. Blah, blah, blah. Besides that, though, I mean, it, it didn't make me groan like some of the other jokes in the other movies. Like, I, I just kind of let it slide past. I was like, you know, what? whatever it is, what it is. I'm not going to get pissed or annoyed by it because the rest the movie was strong in my opinion uh red guardian big goofball like i said david harbour never watched stranger things so i don't really get the hype behind him i know he was straight dog shit and uh hellboy so i already kind of came in expecting to not like him but i really liked him as the red guardian i mean it's kind of like a throwaway c-list character and he at least made him memorable and you know using him as the comedic foil at least was you know useful and kind of funny at points i mean obviously he tried pretty hard to be funny but like you know he hit here and there i agree i thought it was fun speaking of character moments i think that they did do a good job with a lot of those characters for example the main villain he was a little underwhelming but i thought they did a good job of incorporating taskmaster into the movie uh, which is actually uh something that a lot of people complained about Berger actually picked up a first appearance of Taskmaster for Dirt Cheap. So after watching this movie, I thought that was actually pretty cool. I'm happy to have a first appearance of Black Widow. But furthermore, I wish Taskmaster is actually a guy in the comics. In this movie, she's a woman. Usually I like a more faithful or literal adaptation, but this didn't seem to bother me too much uh, as well. Uh, When she takes her mask off, she kind of looks like uh, Jonah Hex, Darth Vader love child, which is Mm -hmm. gross and cool all at the same time. And we also find out that Black Widow caused her face scarring. So at least it like makes sense that these two characters have history with each other. I guess there was a rendition in comics where Taskmaster was actually a woman. So like I said, didn't really bother me too much. The thing that bothered me was that didn't have any lines in the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do like OG Taskmaster. So hopefully they could work something like that in the future into the movie because I think he would make like a sweet villain for Captain America moving forward as well. As far as her family members, I like the other characters as well. Black Widow got separated from her sister and parents as a kid. Almost first thing in the movie. Fast forward to present day. The sisters finally get reunited with their parents. Black Widow's kind of venting about how they were forced to raise themselves. And the mom says, uh, I know because I didn't teach you to act soft. And I, <laughs> I thought that was actually pretty cool. Uh, the dad was cool, to your point. Dude used to be the Red Guardian back in the day. Dude tries to slip into his costume first thing. He's too fat for it, but makes it work. Um, yeah, it's like me trying to slip into my work clothes post-COVID. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and he just fresh out of jail, too. So he's only thinking about Nani. Yeah, um, dude. He's a real one. Black Widow's sister. She's fine as fuck. CBD yeah. approved. Even though we're both spoken for. <laughs> Mood. But, <yeah. laughs> Set her character up to be pretty important moving forward, too. Seemed to mesh well with Black Widow which I liked. I think her relationship with her sister was probably the most redeeming aspect of the movie. Lastly, I've been a huge Scarlett Johansson fan all the way back to her performance and Lost in Translation, but I don't think she really tapped into her full potential in this movie. 
she kind of seemed like she was just going through the motions because we know that she dies in Infinity War. There was no real worst case scenario for her character. So I think that held things back a little bit. But that's my spiel on the character development. What did you think about the post credit scene? That I thought, I mean, I thought it was cool. I mean, I'm not going to watch the Hawkeye series. I don't really give a flying fuck about Clint Barton and really or Kate Bishop, to be real. I'm going to ask you the same, but I'm going to go back over some of the same topics you uh, touched on. You talked about a lot of characters that I wanted to go in depth on, too. Do you want to talk about how you felt about the post credit scene or do you want me to just get into the character stuff? Uh, I liked that they set it up where her sister sister feels like she's either taking on missions or the mantle although it seems like they might be trying to force like a west coast avengers thing or like a dark avengers so i don't know what they're trying to go for but it was interesting i'm not a fan of hawkeye myself but i thought the post ending scene was done well at least yeah i thought it was cool in the fact that yelena belova is a bad bitch and she's gonna go hunt his ass down because she don't got the context of them like fighting to like sacrifice themselves in end game and she just thinks that oh this dumbass was there when my sister died so she's holding a grudge which i think is going to be sweet and that would be maybe the best selling point for me to watch hawkeye is because i thought that yelena belova was such a good character in this movie that like it was actually compelling to like watch see more of her so i agree with that but i'm gonna jump back real quick co-sign everything you said on her that we pretty much just said and that you had said prior co-sign Total agreeance. Taskmaster, going back to that. Um, yeah, no speaking lines like whatsoever. That was pretty whack. Like you said, OG Tony Masters, he's that boy. So this is really the only gripe I have with the movie is Taskmaster. And it's not even a big gripe. And usually I love to gripe because it's noted that I don't go and see every Marvel movie anymore because I don't care. They're just feeding me vanilla ice cream every time. And granted, this movie was like a scoop of chocolate. It was real good. But Taskmaster, it makes sense for them to make the emotional stakes to make it, you know, the little girl, the, you know, the evil pervert's daughter to come back and eventually, you know, be the Taskmaster program. But I mean, at the same point, we've never really heard about her prior to this movie. So they pretty much set up the emotional stakes at the beginning and then paid it off at the end. You could have just as easily done OG Taskmaster and just included him as, you know, maybe a hired hand or something like that anyways, because they do this with a lot of their villains and stuff like that. Like it's always like either the same person or, you know, like Ghost in the second Ant-Man movie and all that stuff. It's not a big gripe, though, because I did like Taskmaster. A lot of people said that Taskmaster sucked. I wouldn't go that far. I'd say I prefer the original from the comics. It's not a big gripe. I didn't honestly affect my opinion of the movie. Just a personal tidbit. I would prefer that. But I mean, I didn't like the the fact that they had like a chip in her head where it was like tech or whatever that was making her a perfect mimic it's yeah to that be was kind of low quality yeah dude it's just like photographic memory and all that you know like the only dude taskmaster can't really copy well are moon knight because he has like dissociative identity disorder and deadpool because he's whatever the fuck's wrong with deadpool and so it, it makes sense for that but other than that i mean the fight scenes with taskmaster were badass dude like the way that she, uh she punted her off the bridge hilarious like my movie theater laughed and i was like <laughs> i kind of get it but uh it was well choreographed yeah, i thought dude yeah when she got punted off the bridge and then when they're uh what was that when they're in uh was it in belfast or budapest, budapest. Or 
Yeah, when they were in Budapest. They were, uh, you know, driving on the little uh, mopeds or whatever, and Taskmaster comes popping through with the tank, dude. That scene was honestly kind of lit. So uh, Taskmaster's driving through, just running people down, which was kind of crazy. And it kind of reminded me of RoboCop. It kind of reminded me of you driving through a roundabout. So Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> just going straight through, bro. <laughs> so I, I thought that was hilarious. And like, I thought about that while I was sitting in the movie. I was like, that rules. And, uh, you know, just blew the hell up out of their car. Perfectly placed arrow and all that. I thought that, you know, Taskmaster was sweet. It was almost like a Michael Myers kind of walking. There was no urgency yeah. to Taskmaster. Just I didn't think about it like that, but that is a good way to describe it. Silent, slowly stalking them and just beating the tar out of them when they get their grip on them. So I thought that was sweet. And like I said, that literally is my only gripe. I would honestly classify this movie as more of like an all killer, no filler movie. Maybe the depth or like the stakes weren't there, as you mentioned and some people really like hinge a good movie on that but honestly it's a comic book movie was it simple yes that's what well, that's what i like and was it full of action yes that's what i like but it wasn't devoid of emotion or characterization or anything that's necessary to craft a good story so i thought that you know it this is what i would like to see marvel do i don't need them making jokes non-stop you know when they're fighting cosmic entities or doing anything like that the more grounded approach honestly seems to be where they excel which seems like more of a dc thing and they can't get their shit straight so i think that this would be this is, should be the blueprint but i think they wrote themselves into a corner with her having been dead in endgame the only thing they can do now is explore this exact same time period should they ever green light a sequel no i don't care if she has a contract anymore or if she cares about being black widow again but with how successful I imagine this movie's gonna be or is already as we speak, there's no reason why you couldn't greenlight a sequel, but now you've kind of wrote yourself into a corner. Where do you go from here now? People are gonna demand more. I mean, some people really do hate this movie from what I've seen online, which I I mean I don't get. Maybe it's because I don't view everything through Marvel lensed glasses like they do. But uh this is one of their stronger efforts. I would yeah. go, yeah, top I like five the in the more day mature. Five take on it as well i think they did a good job and it felt a lot more realistic overall oh um, apparently it go ahead. my bad dude you mentioned it earlier too when uh you were talking about their backstory growing up how about the opening scene where they're in ohio and they're escaping and like the plane and all that that was lit for like an opening like a pre-credit roll like david harbour as red guardian just like on the gun wing just shooting people that was pretty lit i gotta be honest with you i missed the first five minutes oh no shit yeah i was in line for uh, a cocktail and it took forever <laughs> damn i was gonna say that was honestly one of the stronger parts like it kind of gripped me from the get-go which they don't always do so i don't know if you missed it it's like some wholesome thing they're playing outside whatever the mom's telling them about bioluminescence with the fireflies blah 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 David Harbour, he's clean cut, young, comes home. He's like, we got an hour. They have to dip because, you know, they're secret agents. That's where I started when, when they were sitting around the table and he's like, you know, I got that mission that uh, we talked about. That's now kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. From that point on, that was sweet. You know, they're singing uh, American Pie and whatnot, driving away, just trying to play it cool for the kids. And then, you know, bam, goes right into shooting shield agents on the top of a plane and all that. I thought that was like badass to kind of start the movie. I didn't really care about the weird, uh, what was it, Nirvana cover during the little like uh, 
compilation like little sequence of uh the red room and you know abducting kids and all that weird shit so uh i was just yeah, kind of was weird i mean it, it was fine it wasn't like awful but i was just like okay i don't want to sit through a nirvana cover while there's child trafficking on the screen but uh <laughs> you miss me with that dude but uh <laughs> but honestly like the movie didn't leave me bored and uh even jazz uh my fiance she isn't a big marvel fan herself she don't really care about these movies she just cares about going to the theater and you know munching some popcorn and so she liked this movie. She thought it was one of the better ones she's seen. And uh, she didn't think there anything was overdone either. And, you know, I kind of thought that that was kind of telling for me, Mr. Stingy comic book guy and her Mrs. Casual movie viewer to kind of align on most of the opinions here. Granted, she didn't know about OG Taskmaster. But once I kind of started explaining how I saw things, she says, oh, I see. They really could have gone with either one and it wouldn't have changed things very much. And I said, yeah, basically. But I see why they did, you know, to kind of build an emotional stake and like a tie in. But at the same time, like they left her alive to where she could still be used. But Taskmaster is a villain and yeah, not a hero. They just cured her of her like rage and insanity, like her control. That's why I'm hoping they do something completely different with that character and then just bring an OG Taskmaster after the fact. That would be cool. And I've been running my jibs a lot in this episode. I do apologize. But one more uh, cool moment I want to bring up before we talk about anything else. When uh, ScarJo's in the uh, control room with old pervert dude, and he's like getting up in her grill, and he's like, you cannot touch me when I got to my pheromones. And she just calls him a pussy because he can't punch and break her nose pretty much. So she smashes it on the table herself. I thought that was raw as hell, dude. She's like, you're too much of a bitch to do it. And she just smashes her face on it and then kicks his ass. That was sweet as hell, dude. That was a really great moment. And I thought that was kind of a cool supervillain power, too, as well. Yeah, it was very comic book like, you know, like it wasn't oh nanoparticles or something like that. It's like, no, this dude just put like deer scent on him and then (laughs) started hanging out, (laughs) rolled around in some mud and called it a day. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought that was, uh, you know, there were some cool moments. So, I mean, I don't know. I I really enjoyed this movie. Apparently it broke a 2021 box office record for outperforming like other pre-pandemic blockbusters. So I thought that was pretty cool but my take i went to the theater to see it with my old lady as well they were serving black widow cocktails which is why i was five minutes late so i thought that was kind of fun granted i couldn't taste the alcohol in it because it's fucking movie theater alcohol but still low-key kind of good just Um, butter topping (laughs) yeah just (laughs) that's probably what they mixed it with (laughs) look at oduls with some butter topping (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was way overpriced but it was good and i usually don't have a sweet tooth but i recommend watching it in the theaters because i don't think it's 30 dollars good um but it is available on disney plus that being said there wasn't anything that was so over the top impressive that it was like had to be that much better than the other Marvel blockbusters but to your point like I said it was probably top five for me as far as those Marvel movies go so I would give it a seven and a half out of ten how about yourself I was gonna go eight out of ten fair so we're pretty close on it I'm just going for maybe you know it's just the excitement of being back in the theater after a good year and a half almost of not being in a movie theater which is how I prefer to watch a movie it's Um, freeing if I I watched this at home I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much even though I think it would have been the same movie to me Um, there's just something about the ambiance of being in the theater that really you know gets me in the, the mood for a movie but I can't state it enough you know it was just a fun exciting movie like it wasn't anything over the top 
cop, as you said, but it was certainly it didn't bore me or like have a lull like some of the other movies do where I kind of get disinterested. It kind of held my attention the whole time. And there were honestly some even like twists between her mother wearing the when they had each other's faces pretty much and stuff like that. And, you know, how they kind of constructed plans, how, you know, they got the pervert to send in his goons to come and like abduct them. But that's part of their plan. I mean, it's fairly obvious. I, you know, if you take a step back, like, oh, these are, you know, this is what they have to do for the plot point. But I wasn't automatically like, oh, this is obviously what's going to happen, like throughout the movie, like I do in most. And we already know like Black Widow's fate, but I almost feel like that we know she dies in Endgame is that it kind of was more freeing to not know what she was going to do in this movie, other than the fact that we know she wasn't going to die. We didn't know what she was really going to do. Like, did you expect her to, you know, have that weird contractor dude to like hook her up with everything the whole time? And, you know, the whole family dynamic. That was probably my least favorite part of the movie actually was like, the guy just kind of hooking her up with equipment randomly, but I'm not upset about it. That's what I mean. Like even for like the most of the I characters had, were cool. Her yeah. dad was really cool. Her sister was really cool. Like I, I can't complain. And this was a movie that I wasn't honestly excited to go see. This was pretty much an assignment for the pod. But yeah, I pretty much forced us to watch it. Yeah, I'm glad you did. Honestly, compared to most of the movies that we review, I mean, we're a little picky and choosy. We're not going to just watch everything. I don't believe some of that stuff isn't good. No. And sometimes they telegraph it to you that it looks like it's going to be ass. Granted, you could tell me all day. Oh, did you watch the movie? Did you know it's ass? It didn't come out yet. Why don't you hold your opinion? Look, bro, I'm not into wasting time. I don't have a ton of it. So if it looks like ass, you know, if it farts like an ass and it smells like an ass, it's probably an ass. I'm not going to go watch that movie. Amen. Yeah. So you know what it is. Um, We're going to watch things that look at least semi interesting at the worst. And, you know, even though the movie came out late, late is better than ever. So that's my final parting take on it. Mood. I got nothing else myself. So you uh, you guys already know what we're doing next episode. So just uh, tune in then. And if you have any questions in the meantime, you know how to find us. Yep. CBJ pod on Instagram, CBJ podcast on Facebook, or just search comic book junkies. You'll see our two beautiful faces smiling at you. Go ahead and, you know, hit us up on Instagram, slide in our DMs, comment, like, do whatever, tell a friend, rate review, you know, the spiel, please. (laughs) But, you know, other than that, you know, we appreciate you guys listening and, you know, we'll tune in next time. Catch you later. All right, guys. Later.